everyone. Welcome into the Scheduling Fate podcast. I am your host, Jamie McGee. This is the first episode on this brand new platform, and it is creatively going to be named, are you ready for this? Origin. And I love it because though I have a lot of ideas and ambitions for this show, I do know that things like this have a magic of their own. And often what we're looking at is a blank page, but years down the road, it'll be beautiful to see how the intention and the energy of day one set up the path that we are all about to go down together. I think intention is a very powerful thing, and that's what we're setting today, some powerful intentions to get to know each other. Now, many of you listening here in the early days of this podcast may have recently been listening to me for the last few years on the Star Signs podcast show hosted by the Astrology Hub platform. The Star Signs podcast was a beautiful journey, and I do think that a lot of the astrology that you are going to hear, my style, my personality, it's going to be very similar on scheduling fate. So not a big, huge, abrupt change for those of you who have been following me. But then again, there's probably going to be some layers or some expansions added to this show. All right. So the topic of today is origins. And I really wanted to share my origin story with you so you can kind of understand where and how I use astrology and how that comes through in the way that I counsel and share astrology and tips on how you can schedule your fate. So in all honesty, I come from extremely humble beginnings. The kind of beginnings where you're not always certain where your next meal will come from, what your home is going to look like, how long you're going to have your bedroom. Now, looking back, it kind of reminds me of being born into the storm of life. At times, I didn't realize how challenged my life was because I didn't really know any difference. I was always braced for sharp turns, ups and downs. And when I reflect on that, I can also see that my natal promise, though my one of a kind birth chart, we all have one had given me everything that I needed to survive before I even knew that that's exactly what I was doing, surviving. My strong Sagittarius placement gave me the ability to lean into faith, to lean into hope, to see the big picture and know that if I was climbing a rugged, hard, cruel mountain, that a cool valley full of everything I would need was just around the corner, even if that was only a temporary reprieve. It definitely helped me seek answers embedded in the supernatural power of faith, intention, all esoteric teachings. Now, I would say that my Gemini placement helped me adapt to stay curious, to grip a youthful but ingenious way of making things work, kind of like faking it till you make it, making those shoes look as clean as they could, even if they were hand-me-down. And I think that my Scorpio placements helped me bravely look into the darkness to see who a person was deep inside And I did learn early on, ironically, that behind the most rigid, mean, stoic individual would be the kindest, most caring soul. And sometimes behind those gentle, sweet smiles would be someone that kind of needed to watch out for in the long run. Lessons learned growing up. I can honestly go through every archetype, every sign in my chart, because every one of us has every sign somewhere in our chart. And speak about how those energies really helped me but I want to digress. There'll be plenty of time for that down the road, I'm sure. But in short, mindful living, intention, and studying time is something that I have done since before I can remember. I was always in a book. I was always asking questions. I was always seeking answers about how to survive or at least looking for that ray of hope. Like if I can't control this, what can I can control? What are my options in the situation that I have now, which is 
all about scheduling fate. I not only wanted to make it through whatever storm I was in, I wanted to thrive when the sun was out so that the next storm, that the next famine would be less hard. There would, it wouldn't be a rumbling, you know, duck for cover. It would be, I have what I need to get through this tight time because I know the world's going to bounce back for me one way or another. Now, with this focus and intention, I began my young adult life as a business executive for an international retail company, a lot of moving pieces all at one time at a very young age and a lot of responsibility, timing, working with different personalities, working with highs and lows and some pretty intense goals that were on my shoulder. It was hard, but I leaned on astrology during those early days. It really helped me thrive in that decade plus of my life of being a businesswoman. It helped me see people for who they were, kind of meet them where they were. It didn't matter if they were a customer, a coworker, or an employee. It was a beautiful gift to integrate in how to work with time, how to schedule time. That is exactly what astrology is. Now, the next step of my journey has a lot to do with Saturn. And if you don't know a lot about Saturn in your chart, I'm sure we'll bring this up in time here on this podcast as well. But Saturn is a planet of time and karma. He is the pathway to mastering whatever our purpose is in this life. And he often comes knocking around that 27 to 29 age point. And when he came knocking on my door, I discovered that I was a writer. I was a prolific novelist. No one was more surprised than me. Prior to that, I was an avid daydreamer. I admit that daydreaming was one of my survival go-tos during the hardest times. I could daydream my way out of anything, but I had never thought to write them down. Maybe that was the Scorpio side of me. I wanted to keep them for myself or I was too shy to share them. Again, I digress and say that Saturn gently nudged me to write my daydreams down and they came like a flood with the help of Mercury, very prolific, very fast. Sometimes my fingers would fly so fast across the keyboard that my mind could barely keep up. I would sit down early on a weekend morning and next thing I knew, 12 hours was gone and 10,000 words or more were just down on a page. Maybe not beautifully put there, but they were there. It was a beautiful process. And by the time my Saturn return was over, I was leaving my role in the business world for a cozy pantry that I had turned into a writing nook with a warm cup of coffee, a laptop and some music. And for the next six years, I wrote and published my heart out. I completely stepped into the lives of my characters. I followed my book series deep into every web and corner that I could. That series is actually called Web of Hearts and Souls. And each of those books brought in astrology in some way. In hindsight, I really do wish that I had used more of the astrological timing when it came to publishing them because I was really deep into the story. But then again, hindsight is the greatest teacher. There came a point where the writing industry or the industry that I was in basically said, you know what, Jamie, we really like your flow. We love your vibe. We like the astrology. We like the soulmates, all this high vibration, past lives, esoterics. It's great. It really is great. But you know what? It's just not hot right now. People aren't buying this. I don't even know what it is. So can you please write this instead? And you know, for the sake of putting food on the table, I definitely tried. I, I tried so hard and I could write all day. I could give them the story that they wanted, but I didn't like the story. 
I didn't like it at all. It had no soul in it. It didn't feel like me. It felt like I was forsaking something sacred because all the other stories before, it was almost as if Mercury was sitting there whispering this magic and this flow. And I felt like I was stepping into a world, not putting outlines together and flourishing characters on a paper. And I I was going through some things and I was like, you know what? I just need to go back to my roots. I need to go back to the beginning. I can't, I can't just write for an industry. I can't just write because something's hot. I can't write for the dollar. I can't write just because something is on trends right now. I have to write from the soul or or I should not be writing because it's, I just feel that powerfully about the creative side of it. So in order to do what I was very passionate about, I was like, I have to go back to my roots. I have to go back to that esoteric side of me. I have to dig into everything. And I think when I do that, I'm going to find that magic again. I'm going to find something that's going to like really bring in this beautiful story or it's going to enhance the stories that I already have and kind of take people to a different level. So I pulled out all my old books, all my old notes, all my old classes, and really just tried to fall in love with different layers and different avenues of astrology. I was looking for inspiration to weave into a new novel or the novel I had. Now, during that time, I did start counseling because I was very avid. I was a very avid astrologer. I was counseling people, a lot of creatives in my industry. I was helping them do what I wish I'd help myself do as far as electing great times to publish. When was a good time to write? When was a good time to rest? When was a good time to pursue new readers or new clients or what have you? So, you know, I was I was working through that at that time. And I was also trying to find my fire, find that spark one more time as I helped other people. And during that time, you know, I was following a lot of great teachers, soaking up their inspiration. And a couple of my teachers were on a forecast panel. And I remember watching the forecast panel and joining that platform, that list, because I thought this is great. You know, they have a lot of master classes. They have a, a lot of high quality teachers because I followed great teachers here. There's probably even more teachers around the corner. And and this platform was Astrology Hub, and I joined as a member. And very shortly after, they were looking for new teammates. And as fate would have it, I ended up on the Astrology Hub team. And I thought to myself, oh, this is perfect, universe. This is perfect. I am now immersed in the language of astrology. I'm definitely going to find that spark for my book or whatever book you want me to enhance or write. It's going to be right here. I, I can feel it. Thank you. Everything is all aligned. Scheduling fate. Here we go. And well. That was like five or six years ago. I still haven't found the book, (laughs) but I have been completely immersed in astrology and the counseling side of astrology and helping people, you know, really tap into their fate, tap into their potential and see that, you know, everything in this life is on purpose and on time. Even the hardest, yuckiest times of our life, we can turn that into gold. We can turn it into a valuable lesson of helping people. Podcasts started to become a thing, you know, before then they they really weren't, they didn't exist. And I'd start to listen to more and more teachers kind of branch out, listen to people all over the world. And I kept thinking to myself, you know what, there's not really anyone in my region of the U.S. There's not really anyone out there who who sounds like me. I mean, we all have our own stories. We all have our own backgrounds, our own very beautiful, powerful story that led us into the industry that we are in of helping people. But I thought, you know, maybe I need to to find a way to like pick up a microphone. And, and you guys, I'm, I'm extraordinarily shy. It may not sound like it, but I am a very shy person. And it kind of reminded me, this idea reminded me of 
the way that a novel would start to whisper to you. You know, a novel will, you'll hear a character speak to you and then you'll kind of hear a conversation or you'll see a scene or you'll get an idea or an emotion and you know it's a thread that you're supposed to pull. And once you start writing it down, then the story will take flight. And that's what this podcast idea reminded me of. And, you know, I would pull out a piece of paper or a Google Doc and I'd say, what is, what is the title of it? I'd write the title down and what would be the tagline and, and what would it cover? And would that even make sense right now? Because I had come from a background where I had written from the soul, but was told by the industry, that's great, but it's not hot. And I had this fear of, I guess, just stepping out and doing my own astrology and the industry being like, you know, that's great, Jamie, but we do astrology this way. We all have our insecurities. So I sat with that a couple of times over and over, like every, I can probably name the transits that they would come up on, but we'll do that at another time. And when the opportunity to host star signs came up, I thought to myself, well, maybe I just misread the entire universe. I had to have misread the universe because here's this beautiful opportunity. I love all the souls over here. And I'm so excited to bring the sun horoscopes because if you follow astrology, I'm sure you've tapped into a lot of avenues, but there is the very academic side of astrology. And then there's that sun sign side of astrology. But I thought to myself, okay, this is it. I just misread the story. I, mis- I misheard the muse. I was distracted with being a mom, kids, you know, you name it. And I, and I dove headfirst into star signs. And I, it was a very Saturnian experience. You know, Saturn is all about time and test and due diligence and building something that is meant to last, finding, finding your legs underneath you. Of course, there's Mercury and all those other fun things to bring in too. And it, it was a great journey. And I remember like halfway through it, that that same muse came in to me, that same like, you know, should, this is great, but, you know, there's still a little bit of you that is not on this podcast. Should I start another podcast? Would it be possible for me to carry two podcasts and be present for my family, to be present for my clients, to all the obligations that I had out there in the world? And, you know, it was a heavy weight to sit with because you had a desire, but you had obligations. And it was a question that dangled in the air for a long time. And I, in fact, remember looking at the astrology in the middle of 2022 for 2023, because astrologers always start to look at the next year, at least halfway in the middle of the year that they're in. And I was looking at the overall worldly astrology, and I was looking at my personal astrology, and I kept thinking, is that that podcast? When is it coming in? And if it's coming in, please bring some more time, <laughs> you know, b- b- help me understand how I can harmonize and be fully present wherever I'm at at all times. And there's a lot of interesting eclipses that happened in 2023 that spoke to my chart. And as fate and the universe would have it, I really didn't need to worry about how it was going to unfold because there was a higher plan in place. And star signs for Astrology Hub had met the end of its journey and it had met it gracefully, like it had served its purpose and it was ready to stand on its own. But the thing was, standing star signs on its own, I really felt like it needed a blank page. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is, this is scheduling fate. My goal with this podcast is to deliver the type of astrology and guidance and insight that I needed on my origin path, the kind of insight that would help me survive and know, okay, you're in a storm. This is about to be over when I was in survival mode, too young to really have control over much. The kind of guidance and insight I needed when I was trying to work in a high stress job and raise a young family. 
the kind of insight I needed as a young mother or the insight I needed as an author, a creative person trying to set my voice out there to share my muse with the world. And the kind of astrology that I still need today as an astrologer, just very, very clear and direct tools that you can use. That is my goal for this podcast. That is the type of astrology that I strive to deliver day in and day out. I plan to bring you some practical advice that you can use that is based on your sun sign and your rising sign, but will also give you an overview of what the collective is going through. Because sometimes your sun sign and rising sign is going to be in one boat and the collective is going to be in another. And it's always good to know how to react to those around you. Where the show goes from here, how many shows there will be each week, that's still a mystery to me. I'm still looking at the blank page of this beautiful novel slash podcast adventure that the universe has given me. But again, I want to tell all of you, thank you so, so much for being here. And if you are not already connected with me outside of this podcast platform, please go to schedulingfate.com to learn more about me, about the podcast, and to sign up so you know when new episodes are being released. And please don't forget to hit like and subscribe and comment. Please comment and say hi to me. I love seeing that. And I definitely think it'll help this baby get its legs and launch out into the world when they see your voices underneath it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I do hope you have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed week.